Welcome, everyone. I'm Jay. And I'm Shaw. And this is the St. Anne Podcast Show 19. Woohoo! So today, we're just going to kind of talk about what's sort of on our hearts. Uh, do some of the normal things we do, but me and Jay are just, for the fun of it, reading Father Barron's Catholicism. So I thought we'd just like, hey, let's just talk about it today. It's kind of cool. It's what we're, what's going on in our world. So anything that maybe inspired us from that, we'll talk about. Uh, but first, before we get out to all that, Jay's favorite part of the show, the Pope Tweet. Pope Tweet. The Pope most recently tweeted, which is awesome because this, this is a part of what I want to talk about later. He said, dear young people, listen within. Christ is knocking at the door of your heart. That's good. Hmm. I mean, he's targeting the youth, which you and I work with directly. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think that's a, a very good sign, and hopefully, will inspire many youth to get a little more involved. You know, that's what it's about. That's that's the bottom line here. And I like it because. I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to talk about this a little bit more later and talk about Catholicism because it was on my mind. But it's also, I was in a meeting with some youth ministers from Johnson County recently, and we talked a little bit about this. We were reading the book together, um, and they just said, you know, kind of when you go out, especially this applies to us, just at St. Anne, we have this outreach ministry program. And he said, you know, like, don't be scared when you go out into, like, the mission field to not be scared to go talk to someone about Christ. Like, not the whole, like, knocking on the doors kind of thing, but just... Like, it, you shouldn't have to be scared to talk about that in day-to-day conversation because he's saying, like, if Christ is at the door of your heart, he's at the door of everybody's heart, right? So when, sure. you, when you go out into the mission field or just, like, to your job or school or whatever, it's not like you going first. Christ is already there waiting. So he's already there, like, in that person's heart receptive and kind of getting prodding them along to get a little bit deeper in their faith, too. So it's not like this weird foreign thing that, like, Christ is already there before us when you go out there. So I don't know. I mm. that was cool. No, no, that's a great tweet, Pope Francis. <laughs> we approve. Two thumbs up. Yes. I will favorite it. Um, anyway, Shaw approached me, it was a couple weeks ago, with a book. He said, Jay, let's go ahead and read this together. Have chapter one read by this date. And, you know, I said, yes, sir, Shaw. And I started reading... It's called uh, Catholicism, A Journey to the Heart of the Faith by Father Robert Barron. And um, I said, yeah, I'm I'm in. And I have a confession. The first chapter is 36 pages. 35 pages. 35. (laughs) Seems like 36, yeah. But I made it all the way to page 16. A lot of things came up, but you know, I'm I'm just going to I I think that's enough to at least have a conversation about. I realize that it's not all of the required reading, but <laughs> I th- I think we should talk about it. And to be clear, I gave him a week and that was last week. So oh, it was only a week. Weeks. Oh. Since we we're supposed to read one chapter weeks? a week, yeah. Oh, so I should be on chapter 2. We should be, yeah, but I was Oops. kind with you. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, anyway, so my first impressions of the book. Yes, give it to um, me. I, well, after seeing the series, when I read 
this book, I hear his voice and yeah. his speech patterns. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, so far, I believe it's kind of following the outline of the uh, series. Right now, chapter one is kind of about how Jesus actually was just like mind-blowingly different and um, radical opposed to other figures of that time. And um, that's what I get out of the first 16 pages. (laughs) (laughs) That... It's cool, yeah. I mean, he really does focus on that. If anyone went to the St. Anne, we offered those videos. There's like, I think it's 10 of them maybe in mm-hmm. the 10 weeks. And kind of, it's cool to kind of see in all those places that he travels. And, um, and he takes you sort of in oh, the so same cool. way, but a little bit different way in the book. But it is, it sort of follows that same. Very um, well done. And I think it even aired on PBS yeah, a couple times. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was on EW, EWTN for sure, our Catholic mm-hmm. uh, TV station. But yeah, on PBS as well. Um, and for some reason it just struck me. I was reading, I started the chapter and then I finished it in adoration, I think last week when it was due. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but just one line struck me and maybe it struck me more than it should have, but I just wrote some thoughts down and I thought I'd just kind of take everyone to church for a second because it just kind of impacted me and I just want to sort of share you my thoughts and where I think he's trying to push us with it. Um, and just the line that sort of inspired this, he said that right belief leads to right action, which I thought was just, okay, so like, what does that mean? Right belief leads to right action. So it kind of makes us look inwardly, like, so what do we believe, right? We believe in the creed, obviously, uh, but what do we do with that belief and how should we act? How should that belief sort of change us? Um, and do we allow that right belief to change us? Do we allow God to change us, right? If we believe a certain thing in the right way, uh, then we're going to act in that way according to our belief. Um, St. Athanasius, I feel like we talked about this a little while ago. He said, I, one of my favorite lines, God became man so that man could become God, so that we can participate in his divine life, united perfectly to him in heaven. So I believe this takes us then to the sacraments, right, of the church. Uh, the sacraments give us grace. This grace is a participation, an elevation, a raising of the natural to the supernatural, and grace allows us to participate in God's life, which is just mind-blowing, right? So our goal is to get people to heaven, to get ourselves to heaven. Um, and we definitely can get to heaven without the church. Like, this is doable. The church doesn't say, like, oh, you just have to be in the church to get to heaven. But I wager it's going to be a lot more difficult because if we have the sacraments in the church, there's this sort of fountain of grace that comes from that. Um, and they bring us face-to-face with Christ. Uh, Father Barron says in this book that it, they bring us to adoration, which comes from the Latin, he says, the adoratio, ad ora, we sort of come face-to-face with God, mouth-to-mouth to mouth with him, we're breathing in his divine life, creation. Uh, so the sacraments there bring us into that beautiful life. Um, so he's saying if we can follow sort of the teachings of the church, the, the beauty there then we learn to believe the proper things because we can have belief in a lot of different things and a lot of different rules. But if we can follow that life, then it will lead us to how we should be acting um, as the church wants us to, as Christ wants us to, with mercy, with justice, all those things that Pope Francis has been saying recently, right? That we love perfectly and not just in the way that we maybe think we should, but if we can follow sort of the precepts of the church, 
then we're going to love in a more perfect way than we ever kind of thought we could have. Which I just thought was really cool. So right belief leads to right action. Sort of like, does God want me to change? How am I allowing him to change me so that I weigh... I can believe the right thing so I can do the right thing. I don't know. That was maybe my little rant there, but I thought it was just so powerful that. Hmm. Very good. I I loved your rant. (laughs) And I want to say I agree. (laughs) Cool. But one kind of side thought I've had during your rant, Mm -hmm. obviously we live in a world where there's many, many, many kinds of Christians. There's some that are Catholic, there's some that are Protestant, there's some that are home churchers, there are some that are just, like, on their own. And at the same time, and I think Father Barron gets into this, that, yes, we do all have, we share many similar beliefs, but still, within the Catholic faith, what the Catholic Church teaches, and we believe as Catholics that we have, sort of, we share in the fullness of the faith, so each Christian denomination has, like, kind of a piece of that faith, that they share in, in some of the truth, but we believe that, like, well, if this was the church that Christ founded, then we have the fullness here, which is why we believe in all of these beautiful sacraments, the grace we receive. And some Protestants believe, you know, they have, we have baptism, and and mm-hmm. so they have the, some of those beliefs, but it is maybe not quite the fullness. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, absolutely, there's, they can get to heaven. They live beautiful, holy lives, some of them way more holy than I'll ever be. I know. It's crazy. But how beautiful is it that we have the church and if it's like okay well getting to heaven's really hard like good luck trying to do it on yourself it's by yourself it's not going to happen we can only do it with the grace of christ so holy cow he gave us this church with all this grace like how much easier is it going to be for me to get to heaven because i can't just earn it myself it's been paid with christ's death mm-hmm. so how much easier is it to participate in the church that he founded and to receive that grace i mean that's just such a that's, that's that rocks you to your core, right? That if this is his church and these are his his sacraments and this is his grace and this is going to help me much better than it, if I were just going it alone or going it with maybe a little bit of guidance or... Oh, man, that's, yeah. I, I love the Catholic Church. That's why I'm Catholic, right? Um, oh, I wanted to tie this in. I uh, thought this was awesome. So the yeah, Pope's tweet... Put, put a bow on it. Yeah, that's tying that's what the Pope's we need. Tweet. So he said, Christ is knocking at the door of your heart. And so to go along with that, right, if the... Right belief leads to right action, and the church gives us all these beautiful sacraments. Um, then we're, we were saying, like, then God acts first, right? He's the one who seeks us out first. It's not us, like, oh, well, I think maybe I should check out this whole Christianity thing. Like, God's already there, like, knocking us over the head. Well, maybe gently knocking on the door of our heart. But he's mm-hmm. knocking us over the head saying, like, I'm here. Like, just take a look. Just just hold on to something. Um so I thought that was really cool, right? That just I'm always there knocking, like every second, every day. I'm there knocking. He acts first. We see this in. I thought it was really cool. The creation of Adam. Everyone knows this painting, right? Michelangelo, sure. Sistine Chapel. Mm-hmm. And if you look at this painting, I actually had it. I was looking at it earlier today. Adam is just like a total laid back putz in this painting. He's just <laughs> like uh, just lackadaisically sitting around, not doing anything. And God's reaching out and trying to touch his finger, right? So, But all of the power of heaven and everything is behind him, the angels, and he's just trying to reach out and touch Adam. So it's God that's reaching out to us first, and he's waiting for us to respond. The prodigal son, when you know he goes off and blows the inheritance, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then he's blown everything. His whole life's in just, he's hit rock bottom. He starts crawling back to his father, and the verse 
I don't know, somewhere in Luke, it says his father sees him from a long way off. So his father's sitting there waiting for him to return. He's waiting. For, it's not just like he's working in the field and like, oh, my son's back. It's He's looking out there every day waiting for us to return, which is so cool. I just, he's he's knocking. He's I mean, and even if we've already, like, we're both Christian, everyone that's listening, we're Christian. Like, yeah, we've committed already a little bit to Christ, but I think he's he's there knocking still, right? He's asking us to commit more of ourselves not just a little bit like yeah i go to mass on sundays and i'll do that that's those are all good things but he's asking us to do even more every day every second which man i wish i could do that because i would be a lot better person (laughs) (laughs) yes you would (laughs) (laughs) but i think he's asking all of us to so just i don't know yeah do it with us make another commitment to christ every day i know i need to do it more and i encourage all of you as well too yeah very good bow well tied good job okay um moving on shall we get to the sunday readings yeah we were gonna do announcements and our my secretary our secretary of the parish is fantastic without me asking she sends them to me every week so we can put them in the podcast and we're recording not at the church today but at my house and i forgot them in the church so i'm sorry leah you're a great secretary (laughs) But we're skipping the announcements and moving straight to the gospel, which is how it should be, right? Yes, straight to the gospel. <laughs> okay. Um, today, well, this Sunday's reading is uh, Matthew twenty-one thirty-three through 43, and it goes a little something like this. No, please. No? None of that. Um, here another parable. There was a household who planted a vineyard and set the hedge around it and dug a wine press in it, and built a tower and led it out to the tenants, and went to another country. When the seasons of fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit. And the tenants took his servants and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again he sent the servants more than the first, and they did the same to them. Afterwards they sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir who comes to kill him and to have his inheritance. They took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. When therefore the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will put those wrenches into the miserable death and let out the vineyard to the other tenants, who will give them the fruits in their seasons. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in scriptures, The very stone which the boulders rejected has become the head of the corner. This was the Lord's doing, and it is the marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a nation producing the fruits of it. And he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but when he falls to anyone, it will crush him. Mic drop. Boom. (laughs) Mic drop. Yes. Well, cool. Yep. So... That's our show. That Podcast is... 19. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh-huh. And our little meandering thoughts with Catholicism. If you haven't seen the video series, uh, watch them. We have them at the church. Mm-hmm. I think you can probably rent them out. I'm not sure. Talk to our secretary. Uh, or read the book with us. Yeah. We just started chapter one. Well, Jay is still in the middle of it. <laughs> so you have plenty of time to catch up. <laughs> read it with us. 
we may or may not bring it into future podcasts. We might not at all, but we'll, how, we'll, whatever the spirit guides us to do. Yes. So, anyway, have a good week, everyone. Uh, that wraps up the show. Yeah. Till next time, I'm Jay. And I'm Shaw. God bless.